Who are you? What does it mean to be human? What is truth? Is your red the same as my red? Is free will truly free? What is morality? Join us as we explore these ideas and more in The Philosopher's Stone. What are principles? Are they just people you see after doing bad things in school? What does it mean to live a principled life? Is it better to live life according to principle, or is it better to live life hedonistically? Hello fellow alchemists and stoners, welcome to Philosopher's Stone, where we do just a little bit of game chair philosophy. Here on Philosopher's Stone, our purpose is to spark synergistic conversations on a myriad of complex and complicated topics. So Darren, how you doing? Doing pretty good, been a good day so far, how about you? I'm doing pretty good, yeah, really excited for this episode. Ready to, to dive deep into some things, but yeah, yeah, I got my coffee here. I think I'm probably yeah, probably about halfway through, so I'll maybe see if I can see if I can make it last as long as possible. I actually have a confession to make today. Oh no, I do not have coffee for this episode. <sighs> well, <clears throat> it's a damn shame. Yeah, I have some tea here. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> Steeping a little bit. Yeah, I, I I guess that'll do. Yeah, yeah. But either way, I have something hot to drink and sip on while we're having this conversation, while we're diving into this discussion, which I'm excited for. And despite not having a cup of coffee with me, I am ready to discuss. Awesome, awesome. Glad to hear it. So have you read anything interesting lately? I was actually not ready to discuss that question, though. The question that we ask literally every episode? <laughs> sorry that question just blindsided me (laughs) that one i was not ready for at all (laughs) i wasn't prepared (laughs) i don't have my notes (laughs) wait you have notes yeah i haven't done a ton of reading this week one thing i did do was i started skimming through the alchemist that came up recently and so I did a little bit of skimming through that today, and just a really good story and a really good book, in my opinion. So, <laughs> should uh, you should start a skimming club? <laughs> a skimming club? <laughs> we don't read books; we just skim through them. <laughs> we, we just skim them. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were your takeaways from your skimming through? The... <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot of insight when when I skimmed through the whatever, (laughs) pick a book. (laughs) I actually got fastest in the speed reading competition. My comprehension wasn't high, but I was the fastest. (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. How about you, though? Read anything interesting lately? Uh, I'm still working through 48 Laws of Power. I think I'm almost halfway through. I think I'm probably on about, like, Law 24. Five maybe some yeah i guess that's that's over halfway through it's it's a good book it's definitely kind of eye-opening and they definitely make a lot of good arguments for kind of the the reasons for the why they say that you know those laws are are the laws for for power and stuff like that i think it's also just good information trying to see kind of what you know people in positions of power you know, kind of what they're, kind of the the way they look at things, and and I was actually thinking about it. I think we should probably, after I finish this book, maybe we need to do a second part to our nature of power episode, and kind of discuss maybe some of those some of those laws and see how that kind of relates to to kind of our our discussion in the the last episode. Yeah. Uh- I I would love to do another part on that. That was actually going to be a question that I asked is I know in our episode we made a distinction between intrinsic and extrinsic power and we dealt primarily with intrinsic in that episode. Would you say that this book deals more with extrinsic or intrinsic power? Yeah, I would say it has to deal with actually quite a bit with extrinsic and kind of how kind of power dynamics work in kind of i don't want to say interpersonal relationships but inter like interpeople relationships <laughs> yeah. if that makes any sense yeah yeah 
like dealing with other people and kind of social games and how to win those games. Yep, yep, absolutely. And I think I think some of the laws actually kind of take kind of ideas from Sun Tzu's Art of War as well. And so it's it's definitely some some kind of overlap in some of those you know, some of the the ideas between those which is which is really interesting. And the book really covers through like a lot of his historical figures from like, you know, talks about you know, Napoleon Bonaparte and you know, Henry Kissing Kissinger Kiss, Kissinger I don't know how to pronounce that and you know just kind of some some people in history who have kind of embodied some of these some of these laws and how they've either succeeded by adhering to the laws or have failed miserably by you know transgressing the laws and that and and that kind of stuff and so yeah definitely. one one more question before we kind of move on from that said do want to get to the, today's topic, but just out of my curiosity, do you see any ties between the laws? Because it sounds like a very social book, like it's socially oriented toward social situations. Do you see any ties between that and like natural law or maybe some of the things that we've read about from Hermeticism or some of the other things that we've read about? I don't know if I've, I've necessarily made that connection through through reading it and okay. i i don't know yeah i i don't know if i can say that it has i mean maybe maybe there are some aspects of hermeticism that does play into how those laws kind of work you know kind of like the 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 principle of what was the one kind of the the pendulum swinging the principle of rhythm yeah that one i think principle of rhythm or principle of vibration or whatever and so, you know, just kind of talk about how kind of power dynamics do tend to like shift from one person to another. And so, um, I guess in that sense, you could say that there's there there is some hermeticism kind of tied into to the nature of of which those 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 laws work. But I don't know if I can necessarily say that there's anything really truly explicit. I mean, obviously, they're not going to be like, well, according to Hermeticism, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem to be. If if there is a connection, be a easy correlation between the two. Yes, yeah, I, I definitely think that if there is a connection to be made, it it's definitely something that's a little bit more kind of below the surface, and yeah, something that that would definitely take just a, a little bit of effort to to make those to make those connections. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. So moving on as far as kind of our podcast and kind of what we're doing, we do have some really excited things, really exciting things in store for, for all of you and really excited. We got them in the works and yeah, we will let all of you know kind of, kind of all that stuff we do. I don't know, Darren, should we kind of reveal at least one of our, one of the things, the, our next our next thing our next big thing yeah uh i think we could probably reveal both of them if you want okay yeah. so yeah so our next episode we will actually be doing on tuesday for those listening to the live ep- or yeah to the to, to live recording and then those that are actually listening to the the recording on spotify or whatever you know this information might be a little late but we do plan on doing a live episode where we kind of have, you know, video and everything and kind of post a, post our first live episode to to YouTube. And so we are looking to do that next week. And so we're, we're really excited for that. And then I think a few weeks from now, we will be having our first guest host on the Philosopher's Stone podcast. So really, we're really excited about that. And so... Yeah, if you really enjoy kind of what we're doing here and you kind of want to participate in some of these kind of newer different facets that we're that we're trying to kind of look into, yeah, be sure to to stop by and and you know, tune in to 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 those things. But other than that, again, we do have our discussions channel which has changed from the debates channel, so it's now the discussions channel. And if you're listening to the recording or even if you're listening live, feel free to drop in there if, and kind of look through some of the topics we've previously covered. We can also add more topics if 
you know, we get recommendations and stuff for, for other topics of discussion. And yeah, I think other than that, though, yeah, I don't think there's there's too much else going on with the with the server. I don't know. Am I, am I missing anything? I think that's it for now. Yeah, just some exciting things that come into the podcast and things that, you know, we're growing into. We're not experts by any means, so it's just kind of a fun journey to try new things and figure out how they work. And so, yeah, excited to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just real quick, are we stopping into Vox Populi afterward, after this episode? Yeah, I, we can do that for a little bit. Dope, dope. Awesome. So if that's all we have, then let us dive into this topic of principles. And again, as always, before we dive into this, our full disclosure to us, information is information, neither true nor false, right nor wrong, good nor bad. And our responses to these topics are merely our subjective perspectives of the assumed objective reality. We are not subject matter experts, and as such, we would like to invite all of you to join the discussion through the public discourse channel by adding any questions, comments, perspectives, and or experiences you might have in relation to the topic at hand. And so without further ado, let us dive into the topic of principles. So kind of going into this, again, we don't really necessarily have a have a defin- any sort of definitions, and I don't know if we necessarily kind of need one for this discussion, because we're really trying to look into kind of, you know, what principles are are they necessary you know in in living life and trying to live like a like a good life and kind of what 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 are their roles in you know kind of kind of how we how we do things how we make decisions and everything and really this is just kind of a continuation off of our last discussion of of beliefs and convictions because you know kind of coming from like a little bit of a i don't know if i would say necessarily like a kind of a little bit more traditional standpoint a lot of decisions are made through kind of beliefs, convictions, as well as principles, you know, just kind of those those guidelines through which the individual lives their life. And so, yeah, we definitely kind of want to want to dive into to principles. So I guess, Darren, like what are how, how would you what are your thoughts on on principles? Like what are how do you view them? How do you come up with principles? How do you like what's what's your what are your thoughts? Yeah, that is an excellent question. And I think probably one of the reasons I'm excited about this episode is I feel like I've heard the term principles a lot, but haven't really gotten like very specific. So it's something that I do think is at play, but it's not something that I really feel like I've got a great grasp of. But knee-jerk reactions, I think I think when you talk about a principled person or you talk about, you know, somebody that lives by principles very easily the connotation can slip into rules, right? That there's like a set of rules that this person follows and like that this person, you know, only works within those rules and they don't work outside of anything else. But I think good principles are different than rules in that they're, they are concepts or perceptions of reality, right? Mm. And so they're kind of an understanding of the world around you. And so what comes out of those principles is a you know a set of things that you do and you don't do but that's out of an understanding of doing these things lead to this and doing these things lead to that and what outcomes you actually want from that well i really like the way i really like the way you kind of put it that that a lot of times principles can be easily interpreted as kind of a set of rules right a set of you know things you do things you don't do which i guess it, the the net results of principles is kind of yeah there are things i do do there are things that i don't do but kind of i guess kind of taking a little bit of a different approach so in my ethics class we're kind of at a point now where we've kind of talked about three different ethical concepts and uh one is constantological ethics which is rule based right it's it's duty based yeah right? so you have these rules that that are always consistent no matter what right and so i think when people think of of principles they tend to think principles in as associated with with kind of constantological ethics you also have utilitarianism which is i would argue could 
maybe be something of a of an antithesis to, to kind of a principled life but personally kind of the way i like to look at principles is kind of more align in alignment with with kind of aristotle's virtue ethics where it's not necessarily about duty based it's not about consequence based like utilitarianism but it's about character based kind of what's what's the character of the individual and kind of the virtues they're they're trying to live through and so yeah i think so i guess maybe kind of the next thing we should kind of look into is kind of i think you and i are kind of in agreement in the sense of of we do like to use or we we at least try to live a principled life as it relates kind of to our character and and kind of building you know who we are as people and how how we act in the world and so i guess how would how could one distinguish between principles as in a set of rules from the from kind of a deontological standpoint versus principles as something to to help the individual in their character and the way that they that they interact with the world around them if that makes sense yeah good question i think i mean i you know kind of first thoughts i would think that in order to know the difference you would actually need something that you're working towards because something that you're working towards sets a sets clear lines for what is and is not success right like if you're working towards something you kind of either hit it or you don't and so then you want to live by the things that are going to help you hit the mark right mm-hmm and that's going to be the principles that lead to you being the kind of person that hits the mark or you being the kind of person that doesn't hit the mark. And so, I, yeah, I, I think that you have to have an end goal in sight in order for that to, in order to be able to tell the difference between those. So is, so I guess could you say that maybe trying, attempting to live a principled life through in the sense of of building character and trying to develop a a good character is different from living a principled life kind of from a deontological duty-based kind of rule-based kind of sense in that living a principled life in in kind of the the duty-based the rule-based kind of sense is kind of more it's it's more of a passive way of living, right? You're like, okay, here are things that I do and here are things that I don't do. Don't ask me why I do these things and why I don't do these things because I don't necessarily have an answer for you. I just know that these are things that I do and these are things that I don't. Whereas I would argue that that perhaps living a principled life based on character is these are things I do, these are things I don't do, and here's why. And so we did just get a con... Uh, a comment they said isn't a principle a foundational belief that one can build upon i guess in some aspects sure i would say probably i i think there there is some level of belief in that the the principle will help someone get to where they're trying to get to if that makes sense so it's like you know if say if i if i wanted to be a really good drummer right I can have a principle like I will practice with a metronome every time I practice, right? And so I can have a belief that that principle will will allow me to be a better drummer and be able to to keep time with with or without a metronome because I'm I'm practicing, right? Whereas you know, I could have I don't know. I can I can maybe say okay, I can every time I I could have a principle, okay, every time I pr- I practice playing drums, I'm going to play drums with tuning forks right (laughs) sure you could say that's maybe a principle because that's something that you always do but then like there's no what's the i guess there's no associated belief with that trying to get you to to i guess i don't know (laughs) well i think the principle would be doing this will make me better and that's where i think it's a perception or an idea about the world not the not necessarily the action or the rule set itself i would maybe disagree with that a little bit i would think that that saying that doing this thing will help make me better i think i would think that that's probably a belief in the principle because you're establishing a correlation between the habit 
right? The 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 principle, and you're establishing a, a correlation between that and the end result. If that makes sense. But I think you can do things out of habit without it being principled. Okay, so our commenter said the drum example sounds more like a goal or habit rather than a principle. So maybe that is something that we should probably distinguish between kind of belief, habit, and and principle. What is the, you know, how do how are we? Maybe I guess <laughs> this is a a good point to start working on you know definitions. What do we mean by by different things? And so, yeah. So what's it would have been good to get our definitions from the last episode. <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> we may or may not have been a little underprepared for this episode. So it might be a little rough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where I think belief is basically the collection of ideas, right? It's the collection of ideas that you think are true to reality, right? I don't remember how exactly we articulated it in our last episode, which was belief and conviction, but you can believe something, believe that something is true, and then your conviction is basically, let's say, how much you believe it, right? So I would say, yeah, conviction, I would say, is probably a more intense belief. Like, you have more references for for whatever the belief is. Yeah, so, like, if I believe this thing because I've experienced it within my personal life and I have, you know... 50 different references that it has been true, I'm going to have a very high conviction behind it. But I think a principle might be like the, almost like the building blocks or the atoms of belief, right? They're the, they're the ideas that can go into belief that you can believe in. Okay, you kind of lost me on that one. <laughs> Maybe... So, go ahead. Well... Uh, I'll, I'll let you go ahead. My my thought wasn't completely formed. <laughs> you think any of mine are? Yeah, so basically, because let's start with concepts, right? So you have concepts or ideas that you can understand, but you don't necessarily believe all the concepts that you understand. Okay, sure. Right? So we we can understand the concept of the Earth being flat, but that doesn't mean that we believe in it. Yep. We, I swear we bring flat earthers into every single episode. The only thing flat earthers fear is fear itself. <laughs> so you have concepts and ideas. I would say principles, though, are almost like they're concepts about reality itself. Concepts about the world around you and the way in which the world around you works. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see that. So I guess... I don't know if this would help with the conversation at all, but when I think of principles and kind of the way I'm I'm discussing principles in this this episode is kind of in relation to kind of the way they kind of or at least as best as I can recall how they describe principles in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People because they they did talk about kind of living a, a principled centered life, which I I. I think that the argument they presented in that book was was definitely a a good one. And so, I guess in that sense, would would you say that the principles in the way that you just described could also be, you know, the principles as were described in in that book? I'm trying to remember exactly how it was described in that <laughs> book. If I'm being completely honest, if I had the book here, I'd I'd try to reference it. I have it in my hands right now. I'm skimming through it <laughs> skimming club <laughs> oh man i do not remember which chapter that was i think they were talking about like the center like you could be financially centered you can be family centered you could be principle centered or something like that yeah no i i know exactly what you're talking about our commenter says do no harm take no crap is an example of a principle yeah, I would I would agree with that. And so but I guess kind of where we're trying to trying to discuss is you can I think it's very easy to kind of see that as as a rule, right? I live by the rule do no harm but take no crap, right? And I would argue that living a life based on that would be kind of more of a deontological it's a, it's a passive way of living. You're living principled, sure, but but it's you're not 
you don't have reasons for it. You're like, okay, this is the way I'm I'm living, but I can't explain why I'm living that way. Whereas I would think maybe more kind of being driven by the development of of the individual character, I think there's there would be a little bit more behind do no harm but take no crap. I'm going to live my life in accordance with do no harm but take no crap and then here's why. Because it will you know, maybe maybe you could say it will help me develop assertiveness, it will help me develop but assertiveness yet compassion. It'll help me find kind of those those balancing points and and kind of help me develop certain virtues within my character. And so, and I would argue that that's maybe a little bit more of an active way of 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 living life. But I think kind of going back, if principles are not just a set of rules, then kind of what are they? Like how how do we? Yeah. So kind of looking through, I found that spot in the book and he the author was more juxtaposing principles to the other centers which the other centers are very people dependent and so you are reliant on the thoughts feelings reactions so on and so forth of the people around you and that whereas a principle centered life if they're on true principles they are objective to the world around you they're much closer to natural law and because of that, they are much more static and not subject to just randomly changing based on what other people do. So it was more of a juxtaposition between that and the other centers. But I do think it does bring in to view an important part of this is I think that founding your life on good principles, founding your life on true principles will allow for you're you're basically playing by the rules of the game, right? You're you're playing by the way life actually is, and because of that, your life is much more stable, right? Mm. But it, even in that, I say you play by the rules of the game, right? So we kind of come back to this concept of rules, this idea of rules that you follow. So, in the end, could we say that that principles are basically just just life rules, like? But maybe we could say that there are life rules that we, at least to some extent, we individually establish for ourselves. And maybe maybe there's kind of a qualitative aspect to that as well, where the best principles are the ones that align best with the, the way the world actually works, the way the natural world works. Maybe? Sorry, I'm still thinking. <laughs> Keep talking, you're coming up with great stuff, though. Uh, I think that is... <laughs> Yeah, because I think, like... Don't think, feel. I feel like... <laughs> mm, may, maybe there's a distinction in the way in which we talk about rules, then. Okay. Mm, maybe not. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense, but I do think it's still a perception of what those rules are. And that's the thing to keep in mind, is it's not... Even the principles themselves are not entirely objective. They're still subject to this to our individual subjectivity. Yeah. And, and the other part of it, too, is understanding, like, because we're subjective creatures, the quote-unquote rules can change, right? Hmm. And so I think that's where I'm struggling, is, like, I think good principles lead you through life even as life changes. And so that's where I'm really kind of struggling with the rules aspect because the rules seem immutable. And I think to some extent, yes, they are. That the way in which the world around us works, the natural world, is pretty immutable. But the principles... It seems kind of contradictory a little bit with... Yeah, Given exactly. our, our subjective nature. Yeah. Well, I guess, could you say that maybe, you know, you, like, you can recognize that, that maybe a principle exists and say it's a good principle, a principle that closely aligns with the way the natural world works, right? And so maybe you could say, okay, here's the principle. I'm going to live my life in accordance with this principle as best as I understand it, given the nature of my subjectivity. And then maybe you have somebody else who also has kind of come to say, okay, here's the same principle as closely related with the way the natural world works. I'm going to live my life in accordance with this principle, right? But 
you know, you kind of have two subjective perspectives of the same principle. And so could we then say that maybe a discussion needs to happen between the two people in order to develop a better understanding of the the broader nature and of the of the principle and maybe a more accurate if that makes sense yeah i don't know i don't know how it ties in but i want to tie in the hermetic idea of no law is broken we simply use law against law right yeah and so yes the laws of the world around us are immutable we are highly mutable right we are capable of change as well as what principles we know but we can use one principle against another to overcome the deficiencies of certain rule sets let's say right okay i don't know if i'm making any sense here let's say say the last part one more time we we use you know certain principles against other principles to overcome the deficiencies of like certain rule sets so could that be and if this is the case i don't want to dive into the weeds but just trying to recognize could that be a a reflection of our ability to change kind of our value hierarchy in which we could say you know we could say maybe we have two principles right and maybe we come to a situation where the the consequences of said principles kind of contradict each other, right? Yeah. And so, and like you're saying, use law against law, principle against principle. Maybe that could be a representation of of a, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to choose to follow this principle, right? Principle number one. Because that is higher up on the the value hierarchy list, if that makes sense, or the the results I would like to see is closer to to kind of what what I value most, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I think there is an idea there of like we, yeah, you you can understand a bunch of different let's say laws about the world, but certain ones have to be over other ones, right? Certain principles have to be over other principles in order for things to work. One, you know, one example is the quote that our commenter put in of do no harm, take no crap, right? In certain situations, you have to take a very aggressive stance in order to not take crap. Mm -hmm. So how do you do no harm when you have to do that in certain situations? So the two concepts are directly contradictory to one another, but the entire phrase, do no harm, take no crap, is really what is embedded within that idea is the hierarchy of those two principles, right? Yeah. And so it's not just the principles themselves, but it's also which one is over which one depending on the circumstance. Yeah, and I I guess I can see somebody, like if you do say that that is a principle that an individual lives by, right? And then they do have, to, there is an instance where they do have to stand up for themselves. Well, if they are standing up for themselves and the situation escalates, it could escalate to a point where the person does have to do some level of harm in order to to maybe stop the aggression, right? In which case, you could say that's a violation of the first half of that principle, do no harm, right? And so you could say maybe, well, then the whole thing must go, right? Because, you know, you can't adhere to both of them simultaneously, or I think even reverse it you know do no harm but take no crap and someone starts coming at you sideways but you kind of do nothing about it you kind of i don't know what the term is with the phrases but but yeah you you align with do no harm but you've just taken a whole ass load of crap and i threw that word in there so we can continue to make these episodes explicit because <laughs> rather than keep track of which one's explicit which one's not <laughs> my job easy you're welcome appreciate it. it's a reflection of one of my principles in life no, I'm kidding. <laughs> my principle and helping those around me has overcome my principle and maintaining a clean mouth <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And so, 
yeah, so like you know, you can but yeah, and so in that instance, right, you take crap, but you do no harm, right? You just kind of roll over. And so you know, you could also say, well, then the whole thing must be thrown out because, you know, you've violated one you've you violated one half, you violated the whole the whole thing, right? And so and our commenter said, you can enforce a boundary without doing harm. I think some well, I think sure without doing physical harm, but I think definitely there're probably going to be some hurt feelings probably by the, by well, the metaphysical it. harm. <laughs> but e- even then, like I would say for 99% of circumstances most likely, but say you come up against a truly malevolent individual that will not respect boundaries. Well, then you're put in a situation where you have to take one of the two sides. I'm not saying that's a common thing, but like it's a thing that can happen. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what we're discussing is like in those circumstances, well, the, you know, and, and we're we're not trying to bash this principle in particular, but we're simply using it as a means of discussing about what, you know, the nature of principles as a whole of understanding kind of this complex relationship of the you know, abstract, subjective understanding of principles versus the principles that operate within the world around us. Those principles are lab rat. (laughs) (laughs) There, summed it up for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Please continue. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's, it's interesting because I think that Principles are very important to understand and to live by. I think if you truly understand one, you will begin to live by it. I think that that's the manner in which you kind of become principled. But then I think on the other, the flip side of it is you almost have to hold them with an open hand because if you hold on to them too tightly, your framework won't update quick enough. And then your principles are like out of date. (laughs) Well, you develop some like some level of rigidity, and you won't develop the flexibility needed for a changing external environment. Yeah, and so, and I guess kind of, I want I want to get back on this train, but I th- I do want to make a a side side comment a little bit, kind of going back to habits. I would argue that habits are merely a the result of, or maybe not all the time, but but. In living a principled life, habits are the net result of living by principle. I think so. I think we can make a distinction there. But going back to kind of the nature of, of principles, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think we can talk about like objective principles like gravity. It is a law that we cannot break. Like, we have not found a way to overcome this law other than using other laws, right? Well, is would gravity be an example of a principle like it's a physical principle okay i mean i guess (laughs) sure (laughs) moving goalposts (laughs) i think there's a correlation between the physical and the metaphysical okay (laughs) but there there's kind of the objective rules of life but then there's your subjective perspective of it but both well, not both change over time. This, your position within the objective world changes over time, and so which rules are applicable at the certain time changes. And so your hierarchy of principles is where you basically account for those changes over time. Mm. Am I making sense? Or am I just rambling at this point? No, that makes sense. But <laughs> I guess kind of going full circle and making this even more confusing, what principle do you go by to to ensure your value hierarchy is the value hierarchy that it needs to be in a given situation stand firm on your principles but be open to change was it tony robbins said in his awaken the giant within it's like be is it be decisive in your goal but be flexible in your approach or something like that so like if you make a decision being like this is what i'm going to do 
like make that decision and stick with it but be flexible in your path to get there yeah maybe yeah. something could be something similar could be said in kind of what we're discussing and that if your maybe end goal is to be a a principled individual a a you know someone who lives virtuously who who has some level of some depth of character right maybe that can be a a decisive thing but be flexible in what i guess principles you use to on your on your journey to get there i don't know yeah trying to be deep and philosophical i don't know if it's working (laughs) yeah and and i think that kind of takes us back to the beginning of the episode where it was it's like you need you need an aim to understand what principles are relevant Hmm. i do like your you know kind of your emphasis on on having an aim because i think that's definitely important especially in in talking about about principles because yeah, I think I think principles are definitely a way to help an individual get to where they're they're trying to go and and work towards what they're what they're trying to aim at. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I would say that your understanding of principles would probably be the rule set by which you are accomplishing your aim. Hmm. So with that being said, let's let's kind of start diving into with the last this bit of of time that we have left let's kind of dive into kind of i guess in my in my perspective kind of two kind of contradictory kind of ways of living one living a principled life and then two living a kind of more of a hedonistic lifestyle so like what are pros and cons for either one what you know how do we kind of figure out you know how how do we how do we navigate these these waters <laughs> well i am very biased on that topic so i'm not sure it's the best question to answer <laughs> well i think you know i don't think it'd be i mean sure we can we can be biased now maybe we can our episode with our guest host is successful maybe we can get someone on who does think that living hedonistically would be the better option and maybe we can have a a little more of an in-depth discussion at that point, but I think yeah. at least being able to wrestle with the idea, I don't think is necessarily an inherently bad thing. I think. Yeah. So it's kind of getting would, the ideas out there. Yeah. So I would say, let's say, a principled or virtue ethics-based life versus a hedonistic-based life. I would say are two different answers to kind of the fundamental question of life which is what is good, right? What is the good life? What is the a life worth living? Yeah. What what is worth setting your aim upon? Going back to aims. And so I think the hedonistic life style is what is good is what what leads to the most happiness throughout life, right? Okay. Would you say that's a fair definition of hedonism? Hedonism is most happiness throughout life. I would say the most pleasure. Pleasure. Okay, we'll, I, we'll use the term pleasure. Yeah, I think I think happiness, I think there's a lot of facets to happiness, just the, yep. the concept of happiness. So I don't know if I necessarily say that that would be... Yeah, I think pleasure would be the, the better... Uh, living a hedonistic life is one that's living life that tries to maximize pleasure and minimize pain throughout life. Yeah, okay. So hedonism... Hedonistic life, maximize pleasure, minimize pain. Whereas virtue ethics or what we're talking about here, a principled life, which there's probably a distinction there, but for the time being, let's assume they're the same thing. I would say more so the goal is what leads to, let's say, being a good person, right? Hmm. Does that make sense for like virtue ethics? It's like being a virtuous person, right? Yeah. And so I would say that that comes with a few facets. I would say that the facets are that you are, let's say, of use to yourself and to the people around you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I I, I think that's a pretty simple thing that, or a, a simple definition of what a good person is that most people could probably get behind, or let's say a virtuous person. So a person that is of use to you and to the people around you. And so... 
with a hedonistic life, I think there's a fundamental issue of you have to not only attain pleasure now and minimize pain now, but you also have to do that for tomorrow and for the day after that and for next week and for next month and for next year. And, you know, on the one hand, you might be like, well, I might not be alive next year. So why should I store things up, you know, for next year? Let's say store pleasure up. Let's imagine that, you know, you can store that up in some way, shape or form, saving money or, you know, trying to live more healthily or something like that. That might be storing pleasure up for the future. Or gratification. Yeah, basically. Or you could live for now, do whatever feels good now. That tug of war is a very, very difficult one to sort through. Hmm. Because the truth of the matter is you don't know if you're going to be alive next year. And so you don't know. And and like we, we can even go beyond one year. You might be like, yeah, I've got a pretty good feeling I'm going to be alive next year. But five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years down the line, you don't know if you're going to be alive or not. And you don't know where you're going to be at at that point in time. And so you can live to whatever maximizes pleasure for right now or for the next year, so on and so forth. But that might cause you far more pain and suffering for the next 30 years, right? Yeah. And so uh, I... And I mean, I'm not a hedonist, so I don't know, but I don't know that there's an answer for that. I'm not a hedonist. I'm not a hedonist, but I am a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know that there's an answer for that. Well, I think even even then, it's like if we're talking about he- living hedonistically in a sense of like if say you had all the money in the world right and so you could buy all the cool cars you can have all the parties and like however many mansions you want like you could buy all the yachts you can do you know all this kind of stuff right i think at at some point there's not going to be like there's <laughs> like you're going to get you're going to get bored after a while right like you're i mean sure it'd be it'd be enjoyable it'd be pleasurable in the the short run Right, but I think that kind of maybe going back to kind of what you said earlier a little bit, we I think we are designed in a way that that you know we need to have an aim, we need to work towards something, we need to have a goal, we need to have something to strive towards, right? And that yeah. is what gives us purpose in life. And so, in sometimes trying to fulfill that purpose and trying to you know, achieve that that goal, achieve that aim may not always be the most pleasurable one, and so, like, it, like the journey to get there may not be the most the most pleasurable. I mean, I could even say like, you know, I've I've been continuing my my weightlifting thing. Like, <laughs> like today, I just I just squatted two hundred and seventy five pounds. Like, <laughs> getting under that weight does not feel comfortable. Like, it's not like. <laughs> Yeah. I definitely have to make sure that my mindset is in like the the mindset it needs to be for me to accomplish squatting two hundred and seventy five pounds. And so but I will say that that through my kind of weightlifting journey, like I'm not to be all prideful, but kind of shameless plug here. Not plug, that's not the right word, but like I, I do feel a lot like you know, I feel healthy, I feel good, I feel like my my body is 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 changing in a in a good way, right? And so yeah, kind of this, this journey hasn't been I mean it's been fun. It's been it's been fun learning, but I, I can't necessarily say and be honest and say that it's been the most like physically pleasurable journey, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of where hedonism kind of falls, kind of falls apart. Whereas living a principled life, you're living, I think living a principled life insinuates that you are living a life to strive towards something, to maybe, to try to obtain something. And maybe that something is probably unobtainable. You know, trying to be a virtuous person, trying to be a person with 
with depth of character, right? Maybe one could say that that's that's a little bit of a vague goal. Like, what does it mean to be depth of character? What does it mean to be a virtuous person? How do you know that you've accomplished that thing? And you can say there is no real like achieving achieving that, right? But at least that gives you purpose. That gives you something to work towards, and you can create principles that'll you know kind of rules for for your life that'll help you you know move towards that 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 goal yeah and i think that goal in and of itself also satisfies kind of the paradox that we mentioned earlier of your principles have to change over time but they also need to kind of be static right like you kind of set that goal at the top and then whatever's underneath so long as it's serving what's at the top which is being a good person let's say then all of the principles can stay but as soon as the principle quits serving that you you can kind of swap it out for a better one or for something different but it kind of sets that journey before you in front of you to where it's like hey this is what i need to accomplish and i need to know how to get there and so then you have to go and pay attention to the world around you and learn how to get there hmm Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I do think that, unfortunately, we are kind of a little bit out of time for this episode. Very good discussion. Very, a lot of good stuff to think about. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of interesting stuff to think about. So, for our next episode, we will be talking about the well-lived life, and this will be for our live episode. And so we do hope to see all of you there. Maybe we can see if we can post announcements and links. I don't know if that'll be possible. I guess we can kind of, again, we are trying to figure this out as we go along. So we'll do what we can to kind of let let all of you know. And yeah, is there is there anything else? Should we what should we leave our our beautiful audience with for this week? Mm. Yeah, maybe just pay attention to what principles you do live by or may, you know, what what principles you think of in your life and just see how they work and just observe. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. All right, so yeah, I think that's, that's everything for this episode. So thank you everybody tuned in live and those of you listening to the recordings we love each and every one of you and we will see all of you beautiful alchemists and stoners in our next episode always remember think critically and live fully we'll see you in our next episode thank you have a good week guys